माइंड पॉडकास्ट दिस इज आदित कपाडिया एंड टुगेदर विद मी सुनंदा वशिष्ठ हाउ आर यू सुनंदा गुड आई वाज गोइंग टू से दैट आई एम स्लीप डिप्राइव्ड बट मतलब टेल मी समथिंग न्यू आई नो बट इट्स इट डजंट यू नो स्लीप डिप्राइवेशन इज नॉट एनीथिंग न्यू फॉर मी यस्टरडे वाज स्लीप डिप्राइवेशन एंड एक्साइटमेंट टू द लेवल दैट यू नो वी कुड आस पॉलिटिकल जंकीज क्रेव यस uh before uh, we get into what happened yesterday and all that i would like to well first of all in case you're wondering why we're doing this midweek podcast is because we wanted to delay our podcast sunday podcast till the karnataka results are declared because it would have been stale in like 24 hours and you would have we would have had to do a different one anyway so we decided to like combine them but together with me is mindmaker's columnist analyst and one of the uh, few probably three or four people who got the karnataka elections absolutely right uh, mohal joshi how are you mohal i'm fine it's an honor to meet you talk with you guys Oh, the pleasure is ours. Great to have you on Mind Podcast. First of all, um, well, before I get to asking you questions, I'll tell everyone else what has happened. Uh, so, for all the people who are under a rock about the Karnataka elections, uh, they're probably not listening to Mind Podcast. So, <laughs> uh, uh, so for uh, you political junkies, you know the Karnataka voted uh, three four days ago, and the results were declared yesterday, twenty uh, four hours ago. A uh, lot has happened since. Um, uh as far as the last results go bjp was at 104 seats congress that's the final that's the, the final final, final uh, need from election commission website has come it is bjp at 104 yeah and uh, congress is what 78, 78. uh jds is 37 38 yes and uh two one went to independent and one went to a kpjp party yes. or something i forget but there are two or two went to others yes. to um, use the election parlance so basically what uh, let's explain let's break it down before we get to mohal right mm. there are 224 seats in the karnataka assembly and you need 113 to um, simple majority simple majority 224 plus 1 is a nominated anglo indian by the way yeah. so 25 that way mm-hmm. um bjp is about 8 seats short of majority right yesterday results of only 222 seats were declared jayanagar and rr nagar seats have not been declared in jayanagar the sitting bjp mla who was going to fight uh, tragically passed, passed away. away but even so, if those two seats go to bjp doesn't make a difference it's still no, no, i'm, I'm coming strong. to that it's a yeah. psychological difference right yeah, and yeah. all and um, rr nagar of course you had the evm uh, the voter id issue and yeah. all that scam coming along well, It's not a scam, scam right now, but, but uh, Mr. Yeah, Mar- Muniratna named in the uh, yeah it was, the it reports was a and all fraud. Yeah, they needed to countermand it. So, anyways, um, uh, so that's the thing. Uh, BJP needs about nine seats, uh, eight seats to get to one twelve, nine to be comp- a little bit above the halfway mark, uh, and that's how the situation is. Since then, JDS and uh, Congress have announced the intent to form a coalition. with mr kumar swami uh, being the cm face uh, i guess devagowda is not disowning kumar swami now as he said if he if he would uh, <laughs> if he would align to bjp kyunki kal to wo bhi meeting mein the at yes. the lalit show hotel in bangalore yes. and uh, bjp is claiming and uh, b- b- um, before i get the other gujarati on the panel the most talked about gujarati right now is not narendra modi or amit shah it's vajubhai wala <laughs> the governor of karnataka <laughs> what is with you गुजरात इज हाउ डू यू प्लान हाउ डू यू प्लान योर सेल्व इन द मोस्ट इम्पॉर्टेंट प्लेसेस आई मीन नहीं 
कर्नाटका इज वोटिंग towards bjp right excessively a lot of people are saying that mar- some of the bangalore seats were so marginal that some 50 60000 votes here and there overall in bangalore could have actually made sure of bjp was coming it, to a simple majority was it the um, low turnout that happened in I, I don't know and of course i must put a bangalore. caveat that bangalore two seats again jayanagar and rr nagar mm. where bjp is was no jayanagar is a stronghold rr nagar had a sitting congress mla but bjp was expected to carry those those are not so that would have meant that bjp would have one more seat than congress in bangalore why do you think that happened though why did congress actually match bjp's performance in bangalore 
So, uh, I mean, it's a bit too early. I haven't seen a lot of uh, reporting from Bangalore. One of the things that was, I've been probably highlighted on social media quite a bit is the low turnout. Now, we don't know whether it's just because of the rains that preceded the voting and like Bangalore was in a mess. Hmm. Or was it due to the middle class urban voter apathy, which is uh, probably a, a bit of a concern, I would say, for BJP. Hmm. So, it's, I would say like at this point, it is a bit hard, but I think your point is valid that... Uh, the RR Nagar and Jayanagar, like uh, in many Karnataka experts, think that whenever the elections are held in the future, mm. they would probably end up in BJP's. Uh, yeah, RR Nagar is still even a contest. Jayanagar, I think even last time when BJP was getting hammered, BJP won last time, right? So everywhere yeah, else. Yeah, the sitting MLA was a BJP uh, MLA who passed away just before the election. So two seats, I think I, we can safely call Rajaji Nagar and Jayanagar in Bangalore. That they are, Suresh Kumar is a very uh-huh. popular MLA. They are like uh, your uh-huh. Alice Bridge and Mani Nagar in Ahmedabad. They will, they will <laughs> go. Yeah. They will yeah. go towards BJP. So... <clears throat> But here is my question. Here is my question that I really want to ask you guys. So there is because you guys are the numbers guys. Um, So there is um, any election right now has to be um, looked at into two phases. Mm. Pre-Modi phase and post-Modi phase. So pre-Modi phase in Karnataka was completely neck to neck. People were saying there is no wave. There is no huge anti-incumbency. Congress might come back. Congress might do, um, uh, you know, Mm. get by. The great Sandeep Shastri of India today did a poll before Modi even went there. Yes. And then, of course, what happens is last 10 days is when they up the, when BJP ups the um, game and Modi did like, I don't know how many, 21, 23 rallies or maybe more than that. I mean, it was just... Um, I don't know about how much rallies he but did, he but did. it was more but than 150 every- assembly constituencies, yes, right? Huh. Yes, he traveled far and wide and then he turned the election and he sort of made it a mini wave, mini Modi wave. What that says is that Modi's popularity is intact. There is no question about um, that. Modi still remains yeah. um, BJP's best campaigner they cannot get away with that without but here is my question with and i'm being devil's advocate here so uh, narendra modi himself was there amit shah left no stone unturned there were chief ministers from up i thought i mean uh, up chief minister was of course there and then there were chief ministers from uh, madhya pradesh and uh, chhattisgarh also campaigning mm. and uh, you know other um, some cabinet ministers campaigned why is it that all that might was not enough to take them over the hill. Uh, Let me quickly go to the other two regions. Okay. So, so uh, and I'll come to your point a bit later. Okay. So, in Maharashtra, Karnataka, which Mm -hmm. is Lingayat dominated, I mean, as you know, the Lingayat issue just died out just before the final. When nobody was campaigning, they were all thinking this is not a political master, so it might be more of a suicide. So, BJP swept with 30 seats, which is exactly opposite because Congress won 31 last time. Hyderabad, mm. Karnataka, it's like even Stevens. Uh, but Yadurupa on record said, like people said, like, why are you inducting the Reddy Brothers team because there's a lot of uh, taint or scam associated with the family. Mm. But he on record said that Yadurupa will give us 10 to 15 seats, which is essential because BJP needs each and every last seat. They don't have a pan Karnataka presence. Correct. Right. The last one, the hardest one for me to judge was Mysore because there was this tripolar fight where there was BJP, uh, Congress and uh, JDS. Mm-hmm. Now, JDS, as I said in my 
article that BJP what they were doing is they were putting dummy candidates mm. to help uh, transfer the votes to JDS, and there were like few exchanges between Congress and JDS accusing each other of being BJP's B team. Mm. So overall, uh, it, it's kind of funny that like so, in Karnataka. M- Mohan, let yeah, me ask sorry. you a question on that before you complete. Mm-hmm. Before you complete, because I want you to uh, explain a little bit more about that B- where BJP and JDS were transferring their votes, right? Because BJP mm-hmm. and JDS are not natural allies, right? Because their vote is one to one. Yeah, if the cardinal, because mm-hmm. see, BJP is seen as a Lingayat party and JDS is seen as a Vokaliga party, right? So mm-hmm. if you are going to go out and say the Lingayats of South Karnataka that suddenly vote for a party that's a Vokaliga party, will that work? And did that transference occur? And um, JDS more or less has held their seats, right? They were forty last time; they're thirty-eight right now. So, do you think that transference has occurred, or has it occurred at a very mic, like micro level? Because BJP's vote share has gone down in Mysore a little bit. So, see, like the thing is, let's say if you are starting with a very low base to mm-hmm. begin with, I mm-hmm. think BJP's base was below twenty percent. Now, if you increase it marginally, mm-hmm. you are not going to help. Yourself by winning seats. Instead, what you're going to do is you're going to just uh, probably contend with the anti-Congress vote, so Congress, uh, which could easily win the seat. Mm. So what they decided is, in there are certain pockets where they can win, so they'll put all their effort in the other ones. I mean, the accusation is like they put in dummy candidates. Yeah. I mean, I read a joke online that um, in Chamundeshwari, where mm. they wanted the JDS candidate to win, like like. So they said like half the candidates of the BJP workers wouldn't even know who their BJP candidate was. <laughs> so like they just put like candidates up there for the sake of saying, hey, I'm a candidate. You know, we had a candidate in the constituency. Mm. So it wasn't like you know, uh, enemy of enemy is my friend. You know, basically just like to hurt Congress because if Congress is very strong mm. and is a hung assembly, they would still they would form the government. So they like let's just. Top of JDS for the time being. Ah, and what was interesting is in Jamundeshwari, Sudramaya got hammered, yes. like hammered. Yeah. The other, the other and seat, and the other seat he won only by sixteen hundred ninety-six. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, Sri so Ram- much, so much for a Washington Post profile of him being the new uh, liberal, non-elite, uh, <laughs> modern face of India. Ah, wo Savan Dasgupta. I think that's how they characterized it. Yeah. Swapan actually put it very nicely. I was watching um, the News 18 coverage where he was saying that he was portrayed as the next subaltern, right? Yeah. So um, after after Nitish Kumar, ha, because because Nitish Kumar is the original uh, subaltern who was supposed to uh, you know fight Modi, and then hmm. Nitish Kumar came into Modi fold, and now he was the new. Uh, no, you are even forgetting they even had started putting Shivraj Chauhan to fight Modi within within BJP. Ha, that was long time ago. नहीं मतलब तभी नीतीश कुमार का वो side by side मोल. But uh, Mohal still has to answer. my question and you also have to still so, answer yeah, my question so yeah. like uh, on national level what do we say bjp i mean now it is this change that it's mostly a northern and central indian party mm. it's funny the same logic applies in karnataka so in karnataka like north and central they can win a lot of seats now uh, as for like i mean one of the psychologists are really like is like amitabh tiwari he did a good analysis that bjp is strong only in 160 seats Approximately, mm. so they have to sweep those seats at a amazing rate of seventy percent strike rate. Mm. So it is not. Um, I mean, so the other eighty seats is basically a Congress versus uh, JDS fight. So putting that extra effort will not give you the results of put uh, of uh, like putting.
put in extra effort in those other cities. Better you concentrate on the 160 seats. Mm. But even though if you put a, I mean, you have to put a Herculean effort to get to like one or four or one ten or possibly one fifteen. Professor Sunanda, I think it's like a very, uh, I mean. I would say like impossible for Modi. I mean, nothing impossible. Uh, no, but I understand. It was extremely difficult because the footprint of BJP is not as strong or as wasn't as strong in Karnataka as it is in also, other places. Also, yeah. there were a lot of Correct. other factors that they. I think they were a little spooked about, especially the Lingayat separate religion yeah. thing that Sidramaya did. Um, also, there was the 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 polarization where the PFI was kind of supporting yeah. the Congress and stuff. So the coastal Karnataka is a st- uh, there are some seats which with high Muslim population, right? Yeah. So it was seen that will BJP able to uh, do so coastal, central, and northern but Karnataka. The entire it seems like in coastal areas, the coastal Karnataka. Entire Muslim population went with Congress, not with JDS. They didn't, yeah, and but and BJP won because there was a Hindu population went with BJP. Yes, because there was counter counter polarization. But Muslim population went with um, Congress, not JDS. Otherwise, JDS might have moved. To, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think, a little bit. More. So, so JDS is a very precarious situation. Collect me if I'm wrong, Mohal. They are at a point where they cannot cross sixty. But See, they JDS are, is no, also but, not a pan Karnataka. No, they are not. No, but they are at a point where they cannot cross sixty. But they are also at a point where they where it's very hard for them to drop below twenty five. Yeah, because they have that. Uh, oh, so for the last, I mean, the lowest they were ever was in two thousand eight when they went down to twenty eight seats. Mm-hmm. But two thousand four was fifty eight. Uh, two thousand eight was twenty eight. Two thousand thirteen was forty, and now thirty eight. Yeah. So yeah. they will have at least I would say a sixth of the seats in Karnataka. Yeah. With them. Yeah, so it is. It is uh, no. It's interesting how in a three-way fight this um, mm-hmm. uh, this thing worked, and I think it, despite that, I think it's a great victory by um, BJP. I mean, single largest party. No, no. This is this has to be said that this is probably the X factor was the prime minister. Prime minister. There is no question. It the yes. the campaign was plagued by infighting. It was uh, getting to be a very lab, laborious campaign, yes. and the energetic thing, and the way Amit Shah did, and that is why truly I think since Indira, probably India has had the first pan India leader who can Man. win new elections yeah. in Karnataka as well as uh, uh, in UP. In UP, there is another thing that I want to, and this is one time probably in my entire career as analyst, I am going to remove my cap of analyst and actually talk from a very personal level i do want to give a shout out to lingayats and the way they voted you know it is it is one thing elections come and go but anyone who tries to divide communities anyone who tries to divide and rule you know mm. is is it should be defeated i mean the way lingayats have voted has made me so proud has made me so proud of the way it doesn't matter who won or who lost mm. but the way they decisively voted against congress was something that tells me that indian electorate and all these you know it's not easy to fool them it's not easy to uh, put in a cap- <laughs> Uh, in front of them and say that we are going to give you um, no, reservations I, 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 or something. Can I tell you something? And it's so quite frankly, it's quite frankly insulting to think 
दैट अगर रिजर्वेशन दे दिया और समथिंग और ये ऐसा समथिंग एज ट्रिवियल एज दिस दैट विल हेल्प के अच्छा वो मुझे वोट देंगे आई मीन इट्स इंसल्टिंग द पीपल्स इंटेलिजेंस राइट बट देन दैट इज व्हाट कांग्रेस दे डिड विद जैंस इन 2012 दैट्स व्हाट कांग्रेस थिंग हैज बीन सो इट इज इट इज रियली ह्यूज कंग्रेचुलेशंस टू द एंटायर कम्युनिटी हु रिजेक्टेड दिस नो सो लेट मी बिफोर यू बिफोर आई कम टू यू अगेन मोहल आई हैड अ कपल ऑफ थिंग ऑब्जर्वेशंस राइट one thing i was uh, reading on twitter right ki the leftists and stuff were unable to comprehend ki aisa ho raha hai so we cannot think that india is um, people in karnataka are not voting for a um, uh, inclusive party pata nahi kya kya bol rahe the the funny thing is these are the same guys who claim democracy is under threat and stuff and they are yet not able to accept a democratic verdict of a state no but they actually um, support uh, what happened in uh, democracy as is practiced by mamta banerjee in uh, bengal hmm. where uh, ballot boxes are retrieved from nearby ponds and people are killed even before they can go and uh, file nominations that is democratic by the way for them and by the way that is a story which should not be forgotten no, about this be forgotting there's a phenomenal piece actually um uh, you know um uh, phenomenal story that we have done on mind makers also and um, it's just it's crazy the way um, um in fact narendra modi actually in his sort of semi victory speech today in bjp headquarters spoke about that and said you know you should, we shouldn't lose sight of what has been happening in um, bengal but look at look at the entire commentariat no one is um, talking about it Ah, they talk about the national picture, but they don't talk so about this. So they will. Somebody said, you know. So the only oh, well, I have to go. The only person who talked about this was Swapan Das Gupta. Yeah. When I saw the News 18 coverage, that was yeah. uh, he kept he kept mentioning it. Right. So uh, Mohal, what do you think about this whole uh, thing so about people? One point in the previous part, I want to reiterate is that I mean, as you well know, that before Modi came, like there were reports that Yadurappa was sulking and. not as energized and he wasn't uh, there was not much energy in the cadre mm. so what modi did was like probably bjp was in the 80 to 90 range or during the 80s or 90s like just like maybe gujarat and several other efforts he just comes in at the last moment and infuses energy into the cadre and gets them puts them on his back and carries them over the finish line maybe mm. not exactly the halfway mark here but still Like very close made to it. a 20% 20% difference in here mm. no no uh, the x factor was pm modi mm. but let's look at a uh, 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 a part that has not been covered about sidramaiya right now sidramaiya had a very divisive campaign mm. he was hailed as although he was hailed as the hero and stuff like that and ironically in punjab amrinder singh's complaint was that he was not given enough freedom in karnataka the congress's complaint was sidramaiya has been given too much freedom mm-hmm. right where, where completely like rahul gandhi just gave him a free hand and um, uh, what was very revealing was an interview that dk shivkumar the yes. strongman of uh, congress, congress gave uh, about the mlas not understanding what they had to go back and stuff okay. so what do you think mohal do you think sidramaiah was given a big free hand and uh, i think even he, uh, like nitish kumar he also started taking himself too seriously after talking to delhi media <laughs> so like sidramaiah i mean the congress had a start to either go with rahul gandhi as the face but mm. if modi makes it a modi versus rahul gandhi face it might not like end mm. well so what they said is let's go with the amrinder singh model where you have a strong regional leader which 
Interestingly, Congress hasn't developed any for the last probably 15 to 20 years, and has been mm-hmm. one of the reasons for their downfall. So they gave him a free hand. I mean, Siddharamaiah had issues. Uh, I mean, he was from the Kurba OBC community, and many of the appointments uh, of officials, and there was like, like uh, in the mind of the, especially the vocal leaders. I mean, they already had resentment because he walked out of the JDS mm-hmm. to the Congress. And to add on top of that, uh, appointment officials like favoritism towards Kurbas and the agenda where the minorities and the Muslims and they were given preferential treatment, just furthered the anger on the vocal mm-hmm. side. So it created like a, I mean, I'm. I see what you mean. You you are basically saying the same thing what Samajwadi Party was also accused of in UP, right? Yeah. Where mm-hmm. fa- favorable yeah. castes were given um, yeah. a, a, a pity that uh, yeah. Mr. Sidramaiah did not have so any ex-economic a, times reporters writing for him. Yeah, it is a unique situation where the Lindhats and the vocal leaders were both against one party, which is like kind of unheard of. Mm-hmm. I mean, think of like these are like the Patels and the Thakurs are against one party. I mean, this is like. Completely yeah. impossible to do it. Ah, yeah. so and that Sanjay Lila Bansali even tried to make a movie, na, about uh, that uh, the the, <laughs> the Lila was supposed to be about two warring castes and stuff, but that no. that changed actually. Oh. It's not about Patels and others, but it was some other set in poor Bandar. So, mm. but uh, you, so you you find you find very. Um, weird sort of uh, understanding that way but uh, interesting points mohan so i think in the next part i want to us to look at the or as our delhi anchors would say the big national picture <laughs> let's see what uh, and what next what next right and the entire uh, uh, conundrum what, uh, we that. still haven't talked about mr vajubai wala and what decision he'll make uh where <coughs> and the hung word. yeah the hung assembly and stuff so um Let's let's. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm going to come to you, Mohal, in just a second. Just a second. Sure, sure. So the next major question is: क्या assembly लटकेगी या नहीं लटकेगी? Will there be a hung? अभी तो खैर लटकी हुई है. So it's hung assembly right now, and um, the governor of um, Karnataka has some very important decisions to make in next 24 hours. So the two options for him right now are. that um he calls either calls the single largest party hmm. which is a bjp in this case with 104 seats or as kumar swami has already staked his claim along with bjp so they are 78 plus uh, 38, 38 along with congress along with congress um so um 78 plus um 30 so they have already they are um you know uh, um they have crossed the uh, halfway mark so it needs to be seen there is precedence for both hmm. um in the past governors have been known to call uh, single largest parties and they have also been known to call post election poll uh, post poll alliances <coughs> if they have the numbers um i was watching uh, hari salve this morning and he said in this case what any governor should do is um, talk to both parties and see who can deliver a stable government this is not something that should go to um uh, and, and, and i think there are something. three steps um, to it first you get that then there is a deputy speaker uh, pro tem speaker yeah. who swears in all the mlas then there is the election of an actual speaker and then there is the floor test, floor test. now if you are if you fail your speaker test then there is no point of going to a floor, yeah. floor so test so the thing well. is that you have to see as a governor he has to see 
who is uh, able to give the stable um, government because that is his job can, can i can i suggest something and this yes. is a little controversial right i'm coming to mohal i think bjp would be served well if they do not have the numbers to sit in the opposition i don't th- I, 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 I i disagree i disagree if they do not have if if they do not have the numbers no no if they do not have the numbers they cannot sit no but i'm saying no rather, rather than in, in, in uh, engineering defections I don't think they will engineer defection. No, no, I'm saying they if will they do something. Yeah, if okay, say they find ten people not to vote against, vote Resi- with them who resign or who abstain or abstain or something. So different. But I'll tell you why. Debate. I will tell you. I thought about this because you brought this point to me this morning also, mm-hmm. and I will tell you why Amit Shah. I don't think will do, and I no I no that is a different. No, no 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 no. I'll tell whether you why Amit Shah will do or no, whether no, no. he should do. No, it's not about that. He likes to win every game he plays. No, it's not that. I'll tell you why. Because remember, 2019 is coming up, and the kind of man B.S. Yadurappa is. This is his last chance at chief ministerial. Mm. After this, he's 75 already, right? Yeah, yeah. He's not going to be able to do this. If he is denied, if he feels that the central leadership didn't do enough to get him uh, to the uh, uh, you know next team, mile, yeah. next mile, he is not going to make the effort that is required in 2019. That's that's an interesting take. That is what I've been thinking the reason, since morning. The reason I'm saying is, and BS Yadurappa is needed for 2019. By the way, absolutely. The so reason that I'm, is why the reason I'm saying if they if they don't if they cannot have people abstaining from them, like they should not engineer defections of one yeah, or another. Yeah, of course. No, no, no. I'm saying telling you the reason why. If the government is propped up by these people and six months down the lane. getting close to the election if there is a no confidence motion and things stuff like that and they cannot cobble up the numbers there is going to be a huge problem yeah and that is the only reason i'm i'm saying because they have a lot more to lose perception wise with this uh, all these things if uh, rather than sitting in the opposition but if they can get mlas to abstain or something yeah absolutely they should go for it this is an anti congress mandate yeah. this, this is, is not an anti- again this, this is, is another thing i'm glad you brought this this mandate. is a completely an anti congress uh, mandate. mandate so it would um, if bjp were to form a government that would it would not be anything that you know no, and i find not, it that is not moral I, i find it hilarious and mohal i'm coming to you in a second when people compare goa and karnataka right goa results goa mein congress got 17 seats bjp got 13 right um, how can you tell whether this was an it's a, it's a close election plus congress had not staked claim here there are 40 seats which is yeah. different or 30 yeah. seats which is yeah. different yeah it's not the same ha uh-huh. so uh, mohal what do you what are you saying on this so uh, what i'm looking is like the long term picture and mm-hmm. not the short term like to satisfy your policy to uh, grab the cm post mm-hmm. i mean As I agree with you, Ajit, that if the whole JDS is coming along, then maybe a good idea. But if uh, let's say if you are to use any underhand tactics, then there's going to be a lot of blowback. Especially, I mean, the left wing media is going to go nuts over it probably for a, a week's time yeah. with uh, no let up. What I would say is, like, you can take the moral high ground, just um, regroup. My thought is the following, and I think this is something which both uh, Kishore Narayan and uh, Sachin Reddy, like both uh, stalwarts of uh, Karnataka politics, have been saying that mm. let's say you work on the vocal leaders now. Mm. Now I know they they did induct uh, S N Krishna, but like I don't think it had a much of an impact. He was a uh, almost a no show in the elections. No. I I hope so he read out the right speeches. <laughs> yeah, 
So you uh, work on the Vokaliga vote, expand it to Old Mysore because let's say you form the government because you're restricted to only 160 seats due to anti-incumbency, it's hard for Modi to win you 70% of the remain of the seven of the 160 seats to get you back into majority. Mm. For long term, it's better. So you already have the Lingayas, you have the left hand SCs, the upper caste and the non-OBC Kurbas. Mm. If you add another potent mix, Vokaligas to the mix, you will have an unbeatable combination. Unbeatable. Which is Pan Karnataka and North Central no, and no. North Karnataka. And uh, uh, Mohal, if you add that, then you would almost have a UP level result in the Lok Sabha. What is interesting is, and maybe this is why also SM Krishna was not used as much, because the one person that they he absolutely has animosity with is HD Deve Gowda. <laughs> uh, because a lot of people like that in the 1999 election he almost tried to finish off JDS right correct me if I'm wrong Mohan mm. um, he had reduced he, he, I think he wanted it to be a BJP Congress battle or something like that but um, of course that did not happen in 2004 they one were, more yeah. interesting statistic is that in the 2014 election mm. uh, interestingly 38% of Vokaligas voted for BJP so it's not a stress that in the future you could get a majority of the Vokaliga votes and mm. grab more seats in Old Mysore, which will help you to overcome anti-incumbency five years down the road. So Very I would say like in the opposition, take the moral high ground, work mm. on the Vokaligas, create an unbeatable combination. Mm. See, like SC and ST, they have been in the Ahinda coalition, but I think many people have been reporting that slowly, there's a gradual... BJP is chipping away. BJP. Yeah, BJP is chipping away. So you have those. Forget the Kurbas, on non-other OBC, you have 60, you have two-thirds of the Lingayas. Hmm. Let's say if you can grab 40% of the vocal leaders like in 2014, you will have an unbeatable coalition for years to come. So, I'm just taking the long picture. I know like if you don't make enough effort, Yadirubba might be not happy. But I think that's more politics. I'm just looking at the numbers and analytics part of it. And and Sunanda, another thing is, who knows? This is such a weirdly unstable coalition. Uh, six months down the lane, 12 months down the lane, this might too pre. Yeah. So, Yediyurappa might be waiting for that also. He might have a bigger hand. Let's yeah. not forget, he's burned his bridges with Kumaraswamy before. Big time. Big time. Big time. So, so I, down the road, if it, if it collapses, you just impose precedence rule for six months and then combine with the 2019 election, election and ride the Modi wave to... Exactly. And BJ, exactly. That's what I'm saying. BJP has to gain quite a bit. They will even be beneficiaries of a sort of a sympathy vote yeah. next time. Yeah. So, um, uh, that's 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 the interesting part i think now we'll see uh, before we wrap up this uh, podcast uh, the other uh, like i said please don't forget the west bengal panchayat news uh, we will talk about it we'll in talk the about next, next podcast. podcast another Our story please uh, podcast Check it out on Mindmakers. We are publishing another story tomorrow about the Modi's visit to Nepal. Yeah. Uh, it's a very significant one, visit. One piece is already, one is already up, up and the other one is coming up. Professor Satish Kumar wrote that piece and yeah. Harita has come Harita out. has also written a piece and then there is another our foreign affairs correspondent. She is writing another piece on Nepal. This is a very significant visit. I mean, uh, somehow my, I see my only Mindmakers talking about it, but what is new? Wow. Um, uh, you know, where it is news, uh, Mindmakers is there. So um, do read those pieces. Also, I want to uh, quickly touch upon something in um, 10 seconds. There 
there was a mini a cabinet reshuffle also 2012 yeah. hours before this um so smriti rani has been uh, um, uh, inb ministry has really taken away from um, inb ministry and smriti she is now textile minister only mm. and um, piyush goyal along with i don't know how that will work and how many hours that man will find in a day but he has been given additional um, you know in charge has been made additional charge of um, finance because uh, arun jaitley is not doing well till he recovers mm-hmm. he's already had kidney transplant we wish him all the uh, yes. good luck and he has already has had successful uh, kidney transplant but it takes a while to recover so in that time piyush goyal is going to look after it rajavardhan rathor will now have independent charge of inb ministry along with sports along with sports which is again an independent charge so he's going to be a busy minister yes so um so that was a little thing that um uh, happened no, i know there. i know uh, and, and uh yeah. is a good choice uh, but he has so much i mean um, running railways is not um, uh, you know at least now he won't have to make any calls to uh, uh, have the railway budget, budget discussion is, no but it's uh, i'm we, joking of i know course, we hope yeah. mr jetley is back in um, back, back in, on the bench and swinging. maybe that is one of the reason for uh, gathering him rest i mean it, it, as far as electoral politics goes it's going to be a, a very very action packed year for bjp's yes. chief election strategist yes yes we so, i just wanted to bring that in of course all the topics that we needed to talk we will talk in our regular podcast which is which will be up on sunday uh, so mohal any closing comments and then we want a recommendation from you a non political recommendation um i'll go last then then why don't you guys go first Oh, okay. So, Nanda, do you have any recommendations? I didn't, I didn't, I didn't think of it. You just put me on the spot. Sorry. Uh-huh. No, no, no. Go ahead. Think about it. Yeah, so, Nanda. Uh, yes, I, I am actually um, reading a book um, called Theft of India. Um, and it is, if you see uh, Shashi Tharoor's uh, book um, about... By the way, Shashi Tharoor was also in news last Shashi week. Shashi Tharoor was also in news last week. We'll talk <laughs> about that also next week. So if you read, um, um, see his book about, you know, he wrote about the British uh, Raj in India and how that looted us. So here is another book I, I'm reading. It's called Theft of India. And I'm going to... Who's it by? I, I can't remember. It's right there. Uh, I'll have to walk in uh, to my room and get the book. Mm. But I I will um, tweet the name of the author, and uh, but it's a phenomenal book. I think it goes if Shashi Tharoor's uh, book sort of scrapes the surface. This really goes to the bottom of it, and not just to the British invasion. It also talks about it talks about the European invasion. It talks about Portuguese, Portuguese and uh, everyone and how they have um, how they systematically looted India and the economic. Um, you know how they just sort of brought us to the mat wow. so i found that book i'm still reading it i am midway through it and i am just enjoying it immensely so i would uh, recommend um, that book the by, theft of india by yes by roy moxham yes by roy moxham roy r o y m o x h a m it is a phenomenal book the theft of india do get it if you don't um, if you get a chance but uh, like I, i would quote john oliver because uh, he had a whole segment about kohinoor 
and stuff and he's like i understand he was joking why britain doesn't want to give them uh, it back because if britain were to do that with other countries uh, it would empty the entire london museum yes. it's like an actual active crime scene yeah. <laughs> if you look it's at it that scene. way uh, <clears throat> but uh, my recommendation this week would be a movie i saw last week called razi mm-hmm. uh, with alia bhat um, who overacted it just a little bit but she was pretty good still mm-hmm. uh, meghna gulzar wrote it and it was about rotan uh, i mean well, screenplay and direction was by her uh, it was based on harinder sikka's uh, novel calling samhat so phenomenal story um if you leave the politics of the uh, i mean of course you can see a little bit of megana's politics in that and you know some of the dialogue that's written and stuff but i'm i'm not going to talk about that right that's another debate just the story of this lady who actually got married and did what she did in spy for india and uh, uh, i'm not going to give a spoiler here for the people mm-hmm. but there is some connection between her and what happens to pns gazi what Vikrant. it is uh, well but what we can't did to be in Eskazi that's why I'm saying uh, uh, what uh, watch the movie for it so yeah. it's, it's fascinating and also uh, uh, since uh, I mentioned that also watch another movie called The Ghazi Attack mm. which is another very good movie last year it came out so that's my recommendation this week um, Mohan your recommendation so I recommend the article I read recently it's called Tracking the Rural Consumption Puzzle So on one hand we hear about rural distress, but on the other hand we hear that, for example, like Mahindra and Mahindra and Escorts, which are the biggest tractor manufacturers, are growing like twenty percent, twenty percent growth. Mm-hmm. So it it wonderfully captures the dichotomy, like where agriculture is struggling, but the rural areas are kind of booming in the non-agriculture sector. Oh, wonderful! Very fascinating. Yeah. Great, uh, great point, uh, Mohal. Great points and some excellent points on the Karnataka uh, conundrum. Mm. Uh, I guess um, the closing comments. The, the, it's no point in making the absolute closing comments we, we for this anything, because yeah. we won't have any. The closure. last word has not been said yet. Uh-huh. Maybe this morning, maybe tomorrow morning. But no, you know, whatever the last word, whatever the first word, maybe you know what place to find it. It's www.mind.net. Um this is Zadith Kapadia Sonanda Vashish signing off and thank you so much Mohal for joining it's been great having you thank you on. it was a pleasure to join you and guys. for all our um listeners we'll be back uh, next week with more uh, till then it's goodbye and good night